Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. Welcome to Market View. Ryan Huang rejoins me tomorrow. I'm back from a long break. It's great to be here with you again. Asia Pacific shares are trading lower this morning following a bout of selling on Wall Street overnight. Tokyo, Seoul, Sydney all down about 2.5% or more in early trade. In the US, major indices are experiencing their steepest drops in more than two years overnight. The Nasdaq plunged by more than 5%. The Dow and the S&P 500 fell about 4% or more. These losses are the biggest single-session sell-off in this current bear market. Traders were reacting to the latest inflation numbers out of Washington, which came in hotter than expected. Prices in August rose 8.3% as compared with a year earlier, actually better than in July. But higher rents and medical costs are keeping the U.S. inflation gauge at an uncomfortably high level. The markets had largely begun to place inflation fears behind it, but the latest numbers have led investors to reassess the Fed next moves. Economists at Nomura, for example, now expect the U.S. Federal Reserve to raise interest rates by a full percentage point at its meeting next week. Higher interest rates make borrowing more expensive for consumers and companies, and they also raise the risk that the Fed's fight against inflation may push the U.S into recession. Tech stocks were the worst performers overnight. The six largest U.S. tech companies lost more than half a trillion dollars in market cap. Here in Asia, tech companies had better fortunes yesterday. Shares of Nintendo jumped 5% after the game maker revealed that its latest title, Splatoon 3, is what it's called, and that is enjoying record sales over in Japan. Now, speaking of games, there are fresh signs that Beijing is easing up on its crackdown of big tech companies. For the first time in about a year, Chinese regulators have approved license applications for new games from Tencent and NetEase. Tencent's latest game centers around health education. Last year, Beijing introduced stringent rules to cap the time that youth can spend gaming. Remember that? Let's turn back to the U.S. now, where Twitter's former security chief, Peter Mudge Zatko, is making waves in testimony before the U.S. Senate. Amongst the biggest revelations from the whistleblower, the allegation that Chinese and Indian intelligence agents were working inside the company and, as if that's not enough, that Twitter knew about it. Twitter is denying the charges. It says its hiring process is, quote, independent of any foreign influence and that access to data is managed through a host of measures, including background checks, access controls and monitoring systems. Zadko, meanwhile, also says Twitter is plagued by weak cyber defenses that make it vulnerable to exploitation by, quote, teenagers, thieves and spies. And he says Twitter doesn't know what data it has and that the company ignores its engineers. He further alleges that Twitter's executive incentives led the company to prioritize profit over security. Now, Zatko's testimony takes place against the backdrop of a high-profile fight, of course, between Twitter and Elon Musk, who is trying to back out of a $44 billion US dollar deal to buy the social media platform. Just last night, Twitter shareholders approved Musk's buyout offer. Now, whether or not that actually means anything 
is going to depend on the outcome of the trial in Delaware. And that will start next month. Let's bring the conversation to Singapore now, where several local companies are making news and not all for the right reasons. Top of the list is Fraser's Hospitality Trust. Its shares plunged more than 20% yesterday after a bid to privatise the company failed on Monday. The stock may still have more room to fall as it is still trading above the level where it was at a few months ago before officials floated the idea of privatisation. Meanwhile, analysts say Semcorp Industries could be hit by the UK's new energy policies. A few days ago, the UK's new Prime Minister Liz Truss announced that her government will cap household energy bills in a bid to combat rising fuel costs. Semcorp has significant energy investments in the UK and a spokesperson for the company has told the Business Times that Truss's policy change is, quote, significant and that Semcorp is monitoring and assessing the impact closely. Semcorp shares are down nearly 5% over the past week. Your and that's Market View with me, Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.